This is New Life Christian Fellowship's weekly message podcast. You can find us online at newlifepetaluma.org. And now, this week's message. So great. Hey, you can go ahead and grab your seats. Thank you for coming out today. We were here a little bit earlier and we're like, I don't know if this is going to happen. We're having some drizzles come down, but man, look at how beautiful it turned out. So grateful that God could just let us have this moment together. When it's so hard to gather, we can find the space to do it. And so thanks for coming out and being a part of our second patio service. And thank you to the worship teams that are just helping make this such a great moment for all of us. You having a good day? Good afternoon? So fun. I'm looking at you realizing I'm not in Canada anymore, but I have to start dressing like this because I'm readjusting to what cold is. So this is great. You're right. You're looking good, though. Just soaking up the sun in the front. I love it. I mean, I love that song that we just sang, like, like looking at who God is and how beautiful he is and that God is, God is like a God who is with us and we can have confidence because of him in our story. And, and I think that's something that we all need as we go through life, that sense of confidence that we know that we're not alone. And, and I just I want to talk to us today about this because I think it's something that we need as we continue to navigate this year and all the crazy challenges. Like, how many of you have had a few curveballs this year? Yeah, just a couple, right? <laughs> And I know, like, for me in my own story, I've had several, and it's just like, I just, I, I found myself lacking confidence at times. Like, God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can tackle this next season or whatever's coming my way. And, and confidence is such an important thing, and it's beautiful when you see it in a person's life. If you ever get to Minnesota, and you make your way up the north, and you're on the coast of Lake Superior, you're going to find this little lake town called Grand Marais. And it's just this beautiful little town. It's a small population, but in the warm weekends or in the summer, it's the population bursts. It's a little community where people will just come to visit and hang out. And for us, it was about 90 minutes south of where we were living in Canada. And it was always a great little day trip we could go as a family. And what's so beautiful about where this was, there's a Coast Guard station, and there's this beautiful lighthouse that's, that's there on the harbor. But if you were to walk out towards that lighthouse and don't go right to the lighthouse, go left, there was this little peninsula that had this beautiful shell rock right on the lake lake superior corner but there's this huge little forested area huge little there we go it, it was a forested area on the peninsula and it was so fun when we go out there as a family and i remember we'd start walking out on it and i would just look at my two girls and they were little at this time like maybe like like six and nine and i would just say come find me and i would just run off and I would just go hide in, in somewhere on that little peninsula place. And it would just be this fun game of adventure that we would get into of hide and seek. And, and I could just hear them screaming and yelling and having fun as I would just zigzag and kind of come up behind them. And, ah, and then they would come and find me. And, you know, Christy didn't like to play as much. She just went and found a sunny spot on the rock. And we would just go find mom when you're tired. But I, I just remember, like, it was so amazing to me to watch them run without fear on this thing like this should have been a very kind of scary experience for them because suddenly they're in the woods alone and they're running around and maybe they'd bump into a stranger but there was always the sense of confidence that they had when we would play this game together and i began to realize the reason they had confidence is because they knew that no matter where they were out in this little area i was out there with them somewhere and i just loved seeing that sense of confidence that they had in their life in that moment and and it got me thinking about a confidence in our own life like Confidence is such a powerful thing. Like, when you have confidence, it allows you to press forward in life. Like, no matter what the circumstances that you're facing. Like, okay, we can do this. Let's tackle this. And, 
And it just got me thinking, like, where, where does confidence come from? Like, where, where, how do we find it? How do we have it? Like, I've just known some people in my life, they just seem like they're far more confident than other people. And so it, is confidence something that we find in ourselves? Like, is it something that, like, you know, the people that just, they have a high self-esteem, they're the confident ones, so great for them. And if I'm having a bad day, not so great for me. Is, is that where we find confidence? Or, or is confidence found in the stuff that we have? So if we've got enough stuff, we feel secure, and that's where our confidence is. And what I wonder is if maybe, maybe confidence is far less about you and far more about who. Like who is with you in your story. And I want to take a look at an ancient song that this shepherd boy, poet, warrior turned king David writes about where he found confidence in his own life, in his own story. And and it's in one of the songs we have in the Bible, in the scriptures, in the the Psalms. And, And David talks about the sense of confidence that he has in life because he knows who's in his story, who's in his corner. And so I want to read this because it's so beautiful and spend some time just unpacking it together in our time here. And, and so in Psalm 27, this is what David writes. He sings this. I won't sing it for you. Don't worry. But he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even then, even when I'm attacked, I will remain confident. And he goes on because he recognizes his confidence is because God's at work in his life and in his story. So he says, the one thing I ask of the Lord The thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his his temple. For he will conceal me when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices and shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Kind of like what we just spent some time doing together. And then he goes on, he says, Hear me, O Lord, be merciful and answer me. And my heart heard you say, come and talk with me. And so my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. Like you're calling to me, so I'm chasing after you. So don't turn your back on me. Don't reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Like even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close to teach me how to live. Teach me how to live, O Lord, and lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Don't let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done, and every breath they threaten me with is violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. And I love what David writes here, because we see this sense of confidence in his life, and And yet it's a confidence that he's found because of God at work in his story. God's in his corner. God's there with him. And he knows that his confidence is found in God because God is with him and God is for him. 
And I think David shows us something really incredible and beautiful and powerful about this idea of finding confidence in our lives. Because I think there's a lot of ways that we try to find confidence in life. And, and I don't think they're necessarily bad in and of themselves, but I just don't know if they're strong enough or they always hold water when we need it the most. I mean, I think sometimes we try to find confidence just in ourselves. Like you've ever just kind of woken up and you just kind of like, I got this. You put your theme song on and you just go to tackle the day. Have you ever had a day like that? Come on. Yeah, one person. There you go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and there, I don't think there's anything wrong with having, like, good self-esteem. I just think, like, guess what? Life's a little bit bigger than you. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how good I think the day's going to go. I've had days turn around fast. And if my confidence is in myself and in my abilities or my skills or how I look, guess what? It don't last. Because I'm, I'm, like, in my middle 40s. And some of you look older than me. And you, I think you know what I'm about to say. It doesn't last, does it? <laughs> Someone comes along who's stronger, faster, smarter, whatever. And that's just the way life works. And if my confidence is only in myself, that's a confidence that's one day it's going to give out on me. But sometimes we try to find our confidence not, not just in our, ourself, but sometimes we try to find confidence in our stuff or our resources. And so we look at everything that we have and we feel safe or comfortable or protected. And I don't know about you, but this year has threatened that a lot. And it's like, man, it's like, I, I want to enjoy my stuff, but sometimes it's scary. If all my confidence is in what I have, what happens if I lose it all? Or sometimes we'll try to find confidence in just other people in our lives, people that we go through life with. And, and again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but have you ever looked at another person and tried to make them completely responsible for every aspect of your life? Like, you know when we did that? When we were babies. Because that's all we had. But as we grow into adults, it's like, hey, we, we begin to take a little bit of responsibility for ourselves. But that's a terrible burden that we sometimes put on other people around us. Please take care of me. Please fulfill me. Please provide everything that I need. And it doesn't matter how great your, your spouse is or your family or your friends are. They are not capable of doing that fully for you. We need something more than just that. And, and so here's David showing us that we, we can have a different kind of confidence. I mean, if David had any reason to have confidence in those things, he would have been the guy. If confidence in himself, he killed a giant. Come at me, bro. Like, he took out a giant. He had, he had reason for that. Uh, he was king, so he had some resources at his disposal. He had some amazing friends in his life. And yet David understood that that's not the source of his confidence. His confidence came from God, knowing who God was in his story. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that he shows us in this song because it helps us understand that if we have our confidence set in the right person, in God, we can actually enjoy all those other things because they're good things to enjoy. So we can have a healthy self-confidence because it's like, God, I've, sh I've seen you show up in my story, so I know we've got this together. Or God, I can enjoy the things that you've given me without being consumed by them because they don't own me. I own my stuff, and thank you that you've given it to me. Or God, thank you for the people in my life that I get to walk through life with, and I'm not going to put this unhealthy burden on them. I'm going to look to them to support me, and I'm going to try to try to support them as well. But God, ultimately, I know you're where my confidence comes from. And David recognized that his confidence was found in God, which is why he asks to know God more and more. In verse 4 of that song, he's like, hey, one thing I want, God, I, I, I want to I be in your presence. I want to see the beauty of who you are because the more I know who you are, the more confidence I have in the one who's with me in my story. And in knowing God, he finds his confidence in life. 
And so confidence is found when we know who God is, that God is good and God is for us. And the more we get to know him, the greater our sense and source of confidence is because he's at work in our story. So how do we, like David, get to know God more? How do we step into that journey of, of chasing after him and letting God grow us and walk in our life and our story? And, and I think it's such an important question to ask because if we want confidence in life, then we need to know who God is. And the more we know who God is, the more we'll have that sense of confidence. And I think this is a year more than ever where it's like, okay, if you're searching or wondering, this is a good year to lean in and see what God's up to. <laughs> to seek and, seek and see if he'll find you and you can find him. And, and so there's a couple of ways that I think we can get to know God in our story. I, I think one of the ways that we get to know God is by discovering who God is. Discovering who he's shown himself to be to us who he's revealed himself to be to us. And one of those ways that God has really made himself known is through this book we call the Bible, this collection of writings that through, through the ages, God was revealing himself to us so we could find him and know him. And, and it's a beautiful thing when we begin to see who God's discovered himself to be in the pages of this book. And, and yet I think some of us, we don't, really, we don't really press into that because we think like, ah, I, know, I know some stuff about God and we kind of think I'm good. You know, there's a world of difference between knowing something about God and actually knowing who God is. And, and I think that maybe we're all in different places in our, our journey of wanting to seek and discover. And, and I would just, just, just want to encourage you, wherever you're at in your journey, don't settle for where you are right now. Keep pressing for more. Like some of you, maybe you're in a place of just, God is just a question. You don't know. You're wondering. Maybe you came here or, or you're leaning in because you're just kind of wondering and, and you're just trying to chase after that question. And, and I would just encourage you to keep leaning in and keep asking that question. Or maybe for some of you, God is more just like a concept, like a religious or philosophical idea. Like if you were to think of God, God's more like a statue that you could kind of look at versus a person you could engage with. Or, or maybe for some of you, you're like, no, I've known God at work in my story, but God's more like a memory in the past because you just haven't had a whole lot going on between you and him recently. Like when you think of God, it's like scrolling through Instagram. Oh, that was a good moment back then. But I just haven't really seen God do a whole lot in my story now. And, and yet what I would want to encourage you with is that we can get to know God more by exploring who he is and what he's revealed to, to us about himself in the scriptures, in, in, the, in the Bible that he's given us. I mean, this is the claim of this book is that through this book, God's revealed himself so we could know him. And I want to encourage you to, to keep leaning in wherever you're at in that journey of trying to find him. Something beautiful that God says in Jeremiah 29, 13, one of the books in the Bible. God says that you will, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I, I love that invitation. It's like, here's what God's saying. Why don't you and I play some hide and seek? Let's have some fun. And if you will seek me with everything you've got, I guarantee you will find me. And it's this invitation that he has for us. And so if we want to know God more, one of the best places to start is to say, God, show me who you revealed yourself to be, and I'm going to get into this book so I can discover more of who you are. There's this great resource that if you have a smartphone, it exists. It's in your app store. It's called YouVersion, Y-O-U version. It's a beautiful free app, and it's got all this great content and all this good information that there's Bible in your hand. And it's got reading plans. And I would just encourage you, if you've never really just looked into this for yourself, download this app and take a look at it. If you need a physical book today, we've got some at the table back there. Just feel, go up and say, can I have one of the books that Joel said? And they like me enough, they'll probably give it to you. Um, 
But I would just encourage you, like, lean in in this time. And if you're going to read through the Bible, I would say start with the stories of Jesus because Jesus said he came to reveal God to us so we could know who God is once more. And when I'm, whenever I'm reading, this is always my prayer, that, God, I'm seeking you, so help me find you more and more. Help me see who you are. And so wherever you're at in that journey, I want to encourage you, don't settle for where you're at. Keep pressing in because God has more for you. So if you're here today and you're just asking the question, is there a God? Great, but don't stay in the place of asking that question. The invitation is seek me and you'll find me. So keep leaning in and keep pursuing it. Then if you're, if you're in the place there where God is just a concept to you, don't settle for that. Sometimes I think we settle for God as a concept because that feels like a safe God. That's a God at a distance. That's a God that's not going to really make any claims over my life. Like, I don't have to respond to that God. I can just feel good about that God out there. But that's not a God that gives confidence in our life because that's a God out there, not a God right here with us. So lean in and say, show me more and more who you are. Don't settle for an Instagram God. God's not just a God of once upon a time. He's a God who's right here, right now, active in our world and in our lives. And keep seeking him and pursuing him. Don't settle for where you are today because there's always more of him to discover as we walk with him. And the more we discover who he is, the more we know him. And the more we know him, the more confidence we have because we know who is with us in our story today. And so that's one of the ways that we get to know who God is. It's by discovering who he is. It's by discovering what he's revealed to us in, in the Bible and the scriptures that he's given us. But that's just one way we get to know who God is. Another way that we get to know who God is is not simply by getting to know about him. It's by experiencing him at work in our lives. Which is why I love what David requests in the song that we looked at in Psalm 27. In verse 11, he asks for this. This is what he says. He says, teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. And I I love this, that David understood that the circumstances he was walking through was an opportunity to invite God to speak to him and lead him and guide him so he could know more of who God is. I I don't know if you've ever noticed this, how circumstances can sometimes bring us closer to God or pull us away from God. Have you experienced that in your journey? And, And yet I think what we miss out is to realize, hey, every circumstance we experience is actually an opportunity to discover more of God and lean in and ask him to do a work in our life. And so here's David being threatened by people in his story. And he's like, God, would you, would you show me how to live in this circumstance so I can experience you working in my story? And see, one of the ways we get to know God is by asking him to lead us in whatever circumstance we're in. And so this is the, this is the crazy year of 2020 that we're going to look back on and, and be like, I'm glad it's over. But in the midst of this year, it's an opportunity for us to continue saying, God, would you lead me in this season? Would you lead me through this? And so maybe some of you, you're struggling with, with work right now. This is a great opportunity to say, God, would you lead me in this time? Like, how do I seek you as I'm trying to figure out life? And maybe you're going to show me something about myself in this season. Maybe this has been a really hard time in your relationship. And instead of fighting God, and this is an opportunity to ask him, God, would you show me how to be a better partner in this season? Show me what you have. Would you lead me in this time? Because I know you've got good for me. Maybe some of you, like, you're, you're in this stage of just kind of in between where life is and where you want life to be. And you're just wondering, God, where are you? And you ask him, hey, God, would you lead me in this? Would you show me that? And I think a beautiful prayer to pray is, God, lead me in this season 
in this circumstance so I can experience more of you at work in my life. And the beautiful thing is as we begin to see God work and show up in our story, we bank some experience with him and we, we begin to gain some confidence with, with him as we go through life and what he's do, doing in our story. And as God begins to lead, we, we begin to listen and respond to him. We actually begin to trust him enough to say, okay, this is the path you want me to walk. This is how you want me to treat other people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace that and watch you show up and, and work in my life and in my story. And as we see God do that, we experience him and get to know him more, which leads to the confidence we need for the next season we're going to walk through. One of the, the first big moves in my life was when I moved from Los Angeles down to San Diego and I'd finished up school and I didn't really have any prospects. I had a friend that said, you could stay with me for free. And I'm like, that sounds good. And I, I just remember like wrestling with this move though, because I, I was praying to God, like, like, what are your plans for me? What do you want to do? And and there was just no real prospects. But I just had a clear sense that God was leading me to take this step. And, and I was wrestling with this move in my life. And I remember the day of the move came. And uh, we're packing up everything I have. And I remember my parents were there helping me get ready to go down. And my mom was trying to be so encouraging. And, and I remember she just says, like, Joel, aren't you so excited? And, and I just looked at my mom and I said, Mom, I feel like crap. It's kind of weird when you talk to your parents like that. But... Like, Mom, I just feel like that. I, I feel like I'm going down to San Diego to fail miserably and come back here and live with you and Dad. But what I knew in that, life, in that season of my life was where God was leading me. And God was saying, Joel, take this step through the circumstances, through my friends, through what he was doing in my story. And I remember I said, God, I'm going to trust you with this even though I don't like this because I trust that you're good and you have good for me. And I remember I took that step in that first move of my life. And on the other side, that's where God did some amazing things in my story. That's where I got to meet Christy. That's where I got to start working in this amazing church that taught me so many neat things. And, and what I didn't know is that that move was just the beginning of many that God would have from my story. But there's no way I would have moved to those bigger moments in my story if I hadn't first taken that step with God in that smaller step. Because in that smaller step, I experienced him showing up and being with me and giving me confidence. And let me tell you, I think God has dreams for your life, like dreams that you couldn't even imagine. But you and I are never going to have the confidence to take that step with him into those big dreams if we're not walking with him in our daily lives, asking him to lead us and experiencing him showing up so we can take these small steps and one day trust him with the big steps. But this is what David experienced. And when we respond to God's leading... This is why David was writing this song, because he had seen God do so much in his story. Like, David went after the giants, not because he thought he was awesome. He went after the giant because he knew God was in his corner. David was like, I can take this guy out, because God was with me when I had to take out, like, the bear and the lion. I've seen God do some amazing stuff. And listen, 2020, it's hard. It's kicking our butts in a lot of ways. In 2021, I don't know how that story is going to go, but you know, I have confidence for next year, not simply because I'm doing this. <laughs> I have confidence for next year because I know God is with us this year. In new life, I think God has great things planned for us in the coming year. So let's walk with him every step of the way this year so we can see him work and do some amazing things. And as we get to know God more and more, we're going to find the confidence that we need in life because we know who is with us. That God is in our corner. God is in our story. 
God is for us, and he's got amazing things. And so we can press on no matter the circumstances because he's got us, and he's got you. And so like David, we can say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? And see, whatever we're facing today, it's not the end of the story. It's just the beginning of the next step as we walk forward with him. Who needs some confidence today? Yeah, me too. And you know where we find that? From him. The God who is good and the God who is for us. And so let me pray for you, and we're going to continue in this time, and we're going to sing some more songs together. I just want to encourage you to lean in in this time and let these songs shape some prayers in your heart with God. But God, this is a crazy year, and I know so much of my story has is, is been wrestling with trying to figure out what you're up to and what you're doing. And so God, we need some confidence so we can continue walking forward. And so, God, thank you that we don't have to muster it up. All we have to do is look to you and say, walk with us. God, show up in our story. God, be with us. God, do some amazing things and trust you enough to walk with you into the future that you have. And so, God, thank you that you are good. And thank you that you are for us. And so would we lean into you? Would we seek to know you more and more so our confidence in you would be greater? Because, God, if we can get through this year, Shoot, I think we can get through any year. But we need your help as we chase after you through the rest of this coming year. Amen, amen. Hey, let's stand as we continue to sing. And I just want to encourage you, if you know the lyrics, sing them. If you don't know them, listen and let them shape a prayer in your heart. And, and I know it's a, it's a challenging time to try and figure out how do we engage and sing. And, and I just want to, like we talked about, at our last patio, maybe this is your posture of worship. You don't know the words, but this is your hope. And your hands are up, just saying, God, I'm, I'm seeking you. God, would you hold me? I don't know if you've ever embraced a posture like that in your worship before, but if you're worried about anyone around you thinking anything weird, don't. This is you and God worshiping together. So let's go into this time. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. You can find more information about New Life, including contact information at newlifepetaluma.org. Thanks for listening.